What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fennoy, the voice of Lee Everett. And you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Lori Holden, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me. So keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you're listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. Zombie Cast. Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, Zombie Cast. Stay tuned in. Follow me. And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction. Yeah. Welcome, zombies, to Zombie Cast, the unofficial guide to all things zombies, episode three, where I'm Ted. I am Matt. And, uh, and that's Sean it. is in a. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Sean's driving back from Disney World, we think. Yeah. Um, he was there for like six weeks, I think he was gone to Disney World. I don't know. Forever. He didn't post any pictures, so I can't tell. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know. He was there a yeah. very long time. Yeah. Um, and Norma was going to be on, and now she's doing something, and I don't know where she is. But we wanted to get a quick little, this is going to be a rapid fire show, and if Norma shows up, she shows up. But then we'll get off, because Star Wars is happening. It's that time of the year, everybody. That time, that uh, mid-late October when they drop the Star Wars on us. Mm. Happens almost every year, it seems. So what is, and, is this uh, the teaser trailer? Is this the teaser to the teaser trailer? Or is this an actual trailer? <laughs> it is the happening? final full trailer, and the tickets go on sale after. But uh, I, I have a fear, because they've done this with the first two trailers. They're not going to show much footage. It's going to be one of these things, like Avengers Endgame, yeah. Where they don't show you shit. They they're gonna flash back to footage from previous movies for two minutes, and then have like four shots, and then go, "Rise of Skywalker." Oh yeah, so it's now. totally gonna be like the, and it's like a close up of a lightsaber. You waited your destiny for this day. And you're gonna hear yeah, and you're gonna hear Luke. It's gonna start up with the, Luke is gonna have a narration going, like the time is now. <laughs> you've 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 waited your whole life for this. 
Ray. <laughs> a thousand generations live in you now. It's gonna be that same like fucking Luke mounted thing, thing, and it's gonna be like this, a lot of vistas, so many vistas, have <laughs> shots of vistas and ships taking off, and well, you're not gonna see anything. Oh, that, uh, wait, that's wait, what the Millennium Falcon goes. Yeah, it's gonna go into hyperspace. Yeah. Oh, and then in the, in the very last second, it's gonna see like December 2020. You're gonna hear like. These are Palpatine. And that's going to be like the teaser. Yeah. yeah. Then you're going to hear bam, 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 <laughs> like the Kylo Ren music. Bam, bam. But uh, I, I hope it's a real trailer where it's like two and a half minutes long and shows just footage like a real trailer because we've not, we've not gotten that so far with this movie. And it being the big finale like Endgame was. Remember the Endgame trailers? They didn't show you yeah. anything. Yeah. So you went in there not even knowing what you were going to watch really. Like, uh, you know, people speculated they're going to time travel, and then, of course, they did, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I hope it's a real trailer. There doesn't seem to be nearly as many much excitement as there was. Remember The Last Jedi two years ago? It was oh, like it was madness. Everywhere. You couldn't escape The Last Jedi. I didn't even know this movie was coming out soon this time, because like, it just feels like it's just kind of being just kind of quietly put out there. I think I think people are are people are people over Star Wars. Are they done with it? I just have, I I have the, no interest in this new batch of characters. Like, I'll see the movie because they're always a, an amazing spectacle. I always enjoy them. But I'm not connected yeah. to these people in the slightest, I don't think. I'm connected to the universe. Uh, yeah. And I love Star Wars, obviously. But it, it does feel like... And I'm excited about it. But I, yeah. I, I will say, I was in that camp of people. I, I can safely say I was never more excited for a movie in my life yeah. than I was for Star Wars The Last Jedi. Even over the prequels. Really? And I was a crazy person over those prequels, but the fact that Last Jedi was bringing back Luke and bringing back this, and I was one of those people that walked out of the theater and was like, what in the hell did I just watch? No. What was that? Yeah. You know, and it, it, it and I mean, I try, I've tried to like that movie over the last, I, I, I sit there and go, you know, there's some good things in it, but the bad outweighs the good so much, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to see. I got we'll two questions for happens. you. What happened to that bug-eyed creature, that bug-eyed lady that ran that uh, can- cantina? Remember, she was Maz like... Maz Kanata? Maz Kanata. I thought she was supposed to be like the next Yoda or something like that. Well, she, they, they awkwardly jammed her into The Last Jedi where they said, uh, we got to figure out how to bring down the, the, the Imperial Star Destroyer that's chasing us. So they called Maz Kanata on a hologram and she was in the middle of like a shootout. Like she was literally in the middle of a shootout, but somehow the the hologram camera was following her. It didn't make any sense. And she's like, "If you want to bring down the uh, the the shield, you must go to the the casino planet of whatever it was called and find <laughs> a man Vegas with a red. Le- yeah, <laughs> yeah, find a man with a red lapel, and he will a flower, and he will be the code breaker." Justin Theroux. That's all she was in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they go there, and uh, just there was a guy. It, in one of the worst Star Wars scenes ever, they go to this casino planet and there's just a guy there with a red, just like she said, like, does he never leave the table? Yeah. She said there will be a guy at the table with a red flower in his well, maybe pocket. Maybe she called ahead. He was, maybe she called ahead and said, know. wear that red flower. And also too, I, th- I I didn't have a problem with Rose. I, a lot of people did. I, maybe you too, but I feel like there was a, so much hate for this character, Rose. <laughs> but like out of all the things to be mad about, I don't think she was like it. She was just kind of like a, a new character to show a different point of view, right? Like, just like a red coat. 
I think she, I think her problem was, and it's not the actress's fault. People attack the actress; it's the writing. Is they they attached her to such a, a do nothing storyline of yeah. going going. She was she's part of the Casino Planet plot, you know, running off with Finn and. Uh, you know, I, I thought personally what they should have done because they the whole reason they left and that whole storyline went nowhere. Yeah, it, it didn't add up to anything, and they should have had it just be like you know Finn was like a janitor and he was sort of overlooked by the Empire and he could do he was capable of so much more. He should have gone down there and met her and she's like the janitor on the rebel ship, which she was, and and he finds out she's actually like a secret genius. Yeah. You know, who's been who's too shy to speak up. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, You can fucking you can do this. You can be a code breaker. And then they could have skipped the whole casino planet and given Rose, she could have been the one that deactivated the ship and saved everybody. Yeah. But anyway, at the end of the movie, then there's that dumb scene where Finn is racing toward he's gonna drive his vehicle into the laser beam and save the rebels. Yeah. And she quote unquote saves him by crashing directly into him. <laughs> and it didn't make any sense. It's like, how is that saving him? That should have that should have killed you both. Yeah. No, no, I'm so not there's defending, a lot of dumb not defending shit in there. the um the movie too much. I just I feel like Rose was kind of like the scapegoat. I think she was like the Jar Jar Binks of that movie where I think a lot of uh ire was directed at her when it shouldn't have been. I didn't like her. I didn't like Laura Dern. And it's, it's, uh, I thought the Laura Dern character didn't even need to exist. And it should have been Admiral Akbar. Yeah. That flew the, sh- flew the ship through the other. You had this character I didn't even get you didn't her care por- about. You met, th- you met her 30 minutes earlier and they give her this huge, important role. Yeah. I thought I was a crazy person. So, like, was she in the first one? Cause she seems to like be leading the rebels now. And I, I don't know what's going on. And, and yeah. Han Solo 2.0 is, is button heads against her, but he's obviously the one in the right and knows what's going on. So why isn't she? Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. and she won't. She will not tell him what the hell's even happening. Just he's like, uh, yeah, my life's at stake, and everybody, can I even know what the plan is? Mm-hmm. No, you can't fly, boy. Now go sit down and know your place. But but I I would have been like, I'm literally the best star pilot in the universe. Yeah. And uh, I'm on your side, so why don't you tell me the plan yeah. with your blue, ha- with your purple hair? And I was in this before you were. I blew up a yeah, giant. I, I, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, Laura Dern. I'm actually the guy that blew up Star Killer Base. Yeah, <laughs> I'm literally the guy that flew in there and blew up that base. I'm, I'd have been rubbing that in her face left and I right. I am the next Luke Skywalker. I am a legend on this ship. No name <laughs> McGee. Yeah. No name McGee. So yeah, a lot that movie had a lot of problems like that. So I don't know. Third movie we'll has see. a lot writing on it to fix a lot of those problems, man. That's a lot. Well, of there's a story. There was there's always behind the scenes reports. There's a story that says that Disney basically has told J.J. Abrams the movie must be liked by everybody, <laughs> and J.J. Abrams is like that's not possible. They're like, no, well, you not. better get close. You better get close. Like, or uh, what? J.J. Abrams is not or, gonna have work anymore. <laughs> Come on. No, yeah. Or or what? What are you gonna do? <laughs> You, you know what? It's frustrating, too, because this movie is still going to make like a trillion dollars. And then Disney's going to go like, well, it didn't live up to expectations. We expected it to be the number one selling movie of all time. And it's no. already been beaten by Avengers this year. Nothing's going to beat Avengers. So it's going to come in number. T- was Endgame yeah, this Avengers year? Ge- wow. Yeah, it seems doesn't seem that way, does it? That was April. So, I mean, Avengers is going to be the uh, yeah. it's the highest grossing movie of all time. Of course, it's going to be the highest grossing movie of the year. Well, those aren't real movies if you if you listen to some people. So, it's high, high I think that's overblown. You know why? It's know. one guy's opinion. Who gives a crap? It's that's like when exactly it's like it. when Robert, what's his face, uh, Roger Ebert said video games aren't art, and everybody went fucking crazy. Yeah, he said, and it's like it's one guy's opinion. Yeah. Just who cares? Like, move, like read it, disagree, and move on. 
I think more people should read it and disagree and move on with many things. <laughs> read it, disagree, and move on. <laughs> with many things in life. Uh, do we and, wait? Uh, and plus, Sorry. what does Martin Scorsese even know about filmmaking anyway to have an opinion? Okay, he doesn't know anything about filmmaking. Yeah, the guy comes out of the blue. He's like some indie star, and all of a sudden he's telling the big leagues how to play. So, yeah. Go back Go back to your level. Scor- Is it Scorsese? Scorsese? Scorsese. Yeah. Yeah, learn how to score, Scorsese, because you can't anymore so are, so what were we gonna uh, are we, gonna, we gonna say well i guess we'll oh, wait walking for norma. dead we saw walking dead yeah but i guess we should wait for norma for that one okay uh, uh you know what you know what today is i can do a crs segment for the first time in my uh, career with zombie cast uh, oh it is our God. federal election night tonight this is our big this is our big canada election going on right is now. this the justin trudeau election this is the justin trudeau election he's he's uh it's gonna be a minority government i think he's not gonna hold on to his majority government now, do you Americans understand minority majority governments? Do you, do you guys get that? I, I don't even I don't understand anything anymore. Well, we got like five parties to vote on, and so huh. if if a party wins, yeah, this is really good for zombie cast. So if a party wins, I'm in, I'm actually interested. And I'm <laughs> the only one that matters here. So t- explain to me. So if a party wins a, the most percentage, like a majority of the government, that means they're uncontested. They're like the rulers of the government. But if they come in seats, because every it's all based on how many seats each party wins, if they come in kind of like, ah, it's really hard to explain in like two seconds, you could have minority government where like you're technically like all the other parties have more seats than you, but you technically have the most, but you can't actually make the decisions. you got to like rely on other parties to agree with you and, and go forward with stuff. Whereas a majority government is like the United States. It's just like the Republicans are it. They're the ones making the decisions. So it's where nothing ever happens because one party has the majority, so they just vote down the line and nothing ever gets done. Uh, yeah, pretty much. But minority minority is <laughs> just as bad because everyone just argues because there's no one really in control and they just have another election in two years. So we're hoping it's a majority government so we don't have to do another voting thing for another four years. And that's well, it. that's your politics minute. Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting stuff. All this, all the politics. Um, it is. I probably some politics. It horribly. Some Canadians listening is like, that's not the way it works. You're basically saying instead of Democrats and Republicans, there's like five parties. Yeah, and it'd be like the Democrats if they won, but they won the minority, so that the Republicans and three other parties still have a. They still rely on the other parties to get stuff done. They got to like make alliances and coalitions and stuff like that. It's like Survivor, <sighs> like the TV show. It is. I guess I can name all the parties: Tiger, Green Party, NDP, the People's Party. Hey, we got the Green Party here. Liberal. Do you have the Green Party? Yeah, there's a Green Party, but they don't have any power. But there's <laughs> Jill Stein was in the Jill Stein was in the Green Party, the one that helped fuck up Hillary's election. Oh, who ran third? She ran in the Green Party and stole a lot of Hillary's votes. God damn it, Jill! <laughs> Jill's the reason we're in this goddamn mess. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she nice. and now and now Hillary's calling her a Russian agent. It's great. It's great. I love it. I, I, I never. That. It's like a soap opera that never ends. I saw it's fun. that. It's a. Uh, it's a fucked yeah. up. Hey, I'll talk about Chucky. <laughs> uh, I saw Chucky. Did you see Chucky? I thought you did. I have not. I have not yet. But I've heard all about I it. That was so like you, you explained Chucky on the co- on the podcast, didn't you? Oh, I, I explained it because I, I I think I watched Red Letter Media's review of it because I didn't care uh, about spoilers, okay. and I told you what they said happened. I enjoyed it. I really did. It's got uh, it's got some gore, but it felt like it, like a Chucky, like a comedy, doesn't take itself too seriously movie. Obviously, it's about like a robotic kids toy, but I mean the premise is um, these Chucky dolls. They're called the Buddies. They're being made, and they like you said, Ted. They they adapt to their environments. They learn from their environment, 
but this particular doll is being made in some factory out in the third world country and that the person making him gets like disgruntled and takes off his safety mm-hmm. protocols and his swearing protocols so that when oh. Chucky ends up with his owner, this kid that I can't remember his name, he gets super... Andy? Andy. Andy. That's right. I want to yeah. be your friend, and And so he gets super possessive of Andy. I want to be your... Yeah. And anyone who says, like, oh, I'm your best friend, like, Chucky just, like, slices up. But it's it's actually, like, there's some really creative death scenes in it. Uh, I like... I kind of like... I know it's not like there's a soul in the body, which would make it a little more spooky. This is more just, like, an evil uh-huh. AI. But I like the way he's learning from the things he's seeing and, and the logic that he's going through to kill these people. So I would, I would definitely recommend it. It's up for a rental right now. I think you'd enjoy it. Guess what? Uh, Star Wars movie tickets have been leaked and gone on sale <laughs> way before they're supposed to. They're on sale right now. So they're going to be bought by one person and resold. For yeah, and like all these theaters are already fucking sold out. Holy shit. Are you kidding me? You, were, you, you weren't even listening to my Chucky review. I feel like I'm on VG. I right was now. listening, but then I got some people on the Twitter started running <laughs> their mouths about Star Wars tickets being on sale. Uh, oh my god. Oh my god. Well, that's that's kind of a shit show, isn't it? Because normal fans are going to be all pissed off. Yeah, I gotta see. Like, yeah, like, well, we'll see what this says. It says I'm in a queue, a one minute queue. Qua. You're in a one minute queue. This is the Ted buying Star Wars tickets cast. Uh, tell us about. Uh, did you did you watch Creep Show? <laughs> I did. I watched the first one, and I think I stopped watching the second one. I think I just did, never came back to it. What was the second one about? The first one was the Scarecrow one. The second one was the uh, the werewolf Nazi one, and the sure? uh, the bo- the finger, the growy finger. No, that was last week's. This one was the one where the kid goes. No, you did. Huh. Did you last week was the genie and the um, the kids trick or treating? Yeah, and this one was the scarecrow who chases the kid into uh, the house. Right, that was this week. Yeah, there's four episodes. Okay, so the, this one was the scare. They chase the kid into the house, but what was the second story in that episode? Oh, oh, the girl in the stuck in the elevator with the corpse. Oh yeah, I just didn't. That was Trisha Helfer. I just didn't dig that one too yeah much. who was she i've seen i know i'd seen her in something she was too, she was a really good actress in that episode uh battlestar galactica she was like one of the uh. cylons or whatever they're called cyborg cylon people how did that one end spoilers that she just took the body into uh, the thing, it, right? it just had a thing where her she tried to get out and as she was climbing out the elevator dropped and cut her head off yeah. and then when the uh paramedics fi- or the fire department finally got in um to the elevator, she was lying on the ground with her head in her lap. Oh, okay. And it was kind of, it's kind of, uh, what's the word, like? Ironic. Did it really happen or didn't it happen? I don't know. Uh, I dug the uh, Scarecrow one. I like the special effects ones. Yeah. Because the stories aren't that strong. So I like when they throw like good creature effects into them. How are you feeling about this whole creep show reboot? I'm have to, I'm buying tickets right now, Matt. You're gonna have to give me a second. I know this is once once every two years. It's very important to me. Ah, oh, for fart's sakes! Even when we get one other host on, he's not even here. Yeah, it's a shame that this happens to be the night that our our uh, third host, other hosts, are not here on Star Wars night. Yeah. I kind of just want to talk Walking Dead so we can 
wrap this up with a nice little bow. But are we waiting for... We're waiting for Norma. Well, you might as well cut this. It's like the nine, 19 minute mark, so we can cut this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just give me a second. Give me a second. Or yeah, I guess you can talk about Crawl. These, these, all these tickets are already, yeah, they're already all sold out. It's kind of crazy. That's for, for the whole um, week, or like just they like didn't announce it. They said they said tickets went on sale. We're gonna go on sale at halftime. Bullshit. Uh. So AFC Parkway. Okay. Oh, whoopsie Daisy. Yes! What? You got one? I got my tickets. Sweet. Holy shit. Who are you going with? Hey! Norma's here! Norma! We're already recording. Um, this is the eight, the 827. I guess she, she can just come in, right? And then you can just sync her up? Yeah, Norma, just come in. This is the 20... Yeah. 36 mark so start to start recording done okay all right so you have movie tickets for what ted these tickets for star wars rise of skywalker were supposed to go on sale at the halftime of the football game they they went on sale surprisingly early and they were almost completely sold out everywhere and i managed to get for the only screening that night at a theater near me that was not sold out i managed to get tickets and I was awesome. planning to do this after the show, at halftime. But the fuckers—they did this same shit the last time. They—they they, uh, said tickets go on sale after halftime, and then they don't. It's a travesty. So, by the way, that that voice yeah, you're hearing that, is that's Norma. Kind of, um, that that yeah. voice you're hearing is Norma. That? I feel like we should introduce you instead of just like quick cutting you into the podcast. Hi, Norma. Oh, hey, hello, Norma. Hey, everybody. Yay. You were at a I'm like your third host. Hey, everybody. Where they shop for schools. What, do you, what were you doing? Um, well, kind of. Actually, it's just work. It's work-related. So I was at a staff meeting. Okay. All right. It was not as exciting as shopping for schools, but it is what it is. All right. Well, it's... Uh, you missed, but there was cake. You missed it. We were talking about the Star Wars trailer that's coming out. We were talking about the Canadian election that's happening tonight. We were talking about... Uh, what else were we talking about? Creepshow. Uh, we're going to get into Crawl, but we waited for you to talk about The Walking Dead because I think... It was the strongest thank episode you, of this you. season so far. Without Oh, easily, without Absolutely. a doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. And I got to see The Joker this weekend, and I got to Ooh. see Zombieland, too. So Cool. Well, let's, let's, let's go through yeah, Walking Dead. Let's talk about. First. Well, we're good. Let's yeah. Let's, let's, uh, okay, so The Walking Dead, no more backstory with the whispers. Uh, we're right into it now. They cross the border. Alpha's pissed off like she always is. Uh, by the way, out of all the villains, she has the most punchable face of all the villains, I think. I, I don't like how she fucking, she always walks like she's a cat kind of prowling forward. Yeah. She has like this little strut. Yeah, I, it's getting on my nerves, man. It's a little, it's a little, what's the word for it? It's a little like a little too much put on, right? It's kind of like, yeah. can you just talk normally? Hi there, you're on my border. 
we're gonna have to do something about that. It's just kind of like, ugh. And I've got a lot of questions about how the Whispers actually operate. How do they control a herd of tens of thousands of zombies? And get them to go wave after right? wave? Well, they, they claim that wasn't her. So, I mean, this episode starts off really well-paced because it shows the Alexandria people defending themselves for like 48 hours against wave after wave of zombies yeah. that are being sent by them. And a, a member of the Whispers comes up and says, it's not us, but come out to that border where, um, where you saw all the heads on the pikes because that's a great place to have a conference. Come out to that border because you're in trouble, blah, 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 right? Come well, out to where we, where we stuck Alpha all the heads. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Didn't Alpha kind of hint that they were the ones controlling the horde in the first place? So she just blatantly lied to them. You're cutting out a lot there, Normie. Are you on uh, Wi-Fi? Uh, or? I'm just on a crappy computer. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just, it's just, I mean, it feels like we know that she's the one bringing the hordes. Uh, she said she wasn't, but who, she why else would that? they be coming in? Why else would they be coming in? But I thought, I thought she mentioned that that that's how they were going to be um, flushing them out. I'm. I want to go back and rewatch that. It almost felt like she she told Beta this. This is what they're doing. Yeah, but then like the the rep said, not us, not us, and they they're not really ones to lie, are they? Because uh, didn't Lydia say if my mom wanted to wipe you out, she'd just wipe you out? This is true. Yeah. But she did lie about Lydia not being dead to the rest yeah. of her clan. Hmm. Uh, well, if it isn't them, then I have no idea of who else is doing it. So, I don't know. I guess it most likely is them. Um, so, we got some cool little little uh, collections this week. We got uh, Negan and Aaron. Aaron is like the de facto Rick now yeah. with his uh, mace hand, which I love, by the way. His little, like, his ash, his ash chainsaw hand that he can just attach, like, accessories to now, which I think is a pretty cool concept. I agree. I noticed that that was very much like Evil Dead, and uh, I didn't know Aaron was so good at uh, building crap. He switched from, like, a robot hand, and the way it locked in and everything. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. That was a total scene out of uh, Army of Darkness. And I'm, I'm starting to warm up to Negan as an actual person now. Like, I've always loved the character. Ah. I've always loved the character Negan. I've always thought he's evil, but I'm starting. They're starting to make a case for that he's a changed person. He could, Well, he could have he, he easily. Well, you know what the thing is? Like, even if Aaron died and it was not his fault. Yeah, he had to come back with Aaron alive. No, I don't think anybody would believe it if he came back and Aaron was dead. Yeah, you know, even if he totally was legitimately gotcha. killed by the zombies, you think Negan have a hard time showing back up, going, "Sorry, Aaron, uh, he just didn't make it." Yeah, but I don't, I don't think there's a turn coming anymore. Like, I, I really don't think it's uh, Negan's gonna turn on them again at the end of the season type thing. I think that it's legit. Nah. He's he's becoming the good guy. One of them. Yeah. One of them. I mean, he was very um, open with Aaron that he had to do what he had to do to protect his people. You know, there's a legit reason to that. I mean, fear and intimidation might be not be the right way, I would think. But, I mean, he does have a point. Yeah, but Negan enjoyed it. I mean, Negan had a harem of prostitutes, of and he enjoyed punishing, and he had his swagger. I mean, he, he wasn't doing what he had to. He was doing what he liked to do. 
and it just so happened to be the way that it was working. So I, I don't, I don't buy that argument that he was doing what he had to do. He definitely was going on a power trip. <laughs> All right. Good talk. Good talk. By the way, good talk, everyone. Good talk. Yeah, I was like, um, I, was like I, I agree. I agree. He's full of shit about what keeps because he could have kept all his people safe and not um, burn their face not done the extra shit like having a harem. Yeah, and stuff like that. Uh, he could uh, he could have ruled through fear definitely, but not done all the bonus crap he Stolen did. Stolen wives and stuff away from people? Yeah, for sure. Like I could see that, but I mean, we saw Rick go through a power trip. There was what season was it where he is like full blown on maniac, just killing without giving anybody a chance to redeem themselves or not redeem themselves, explain themselves. Yeah, but when is Rick ever ruled the whole Beth thing? But when is Rick ever ruled his people through fear or what? What's the worst Rick has done to his own people? That's the thing. That's the difference. Negan was hurting the people he was claiming to protect. Right. I uh, when they, by the way, when they were at that border. Um, and and Daryl saw the zombies approaching. And he said, "Heads up." Do you think that was an appropriate thing to say at the place where all the heads were put on the pikes? Heads up. <laughs> Wait, who, who said that? Daryl. He stared right at the zombies that. and all the and all the pikes. Like heads up. I'm like, mm, maybe a little too soon, Daryl. I, I don't think Daryl would have. I don't think they would have had Daryl make a quip like that. So I think that was uh, the writers just went over their heads. You know, no pun intended. It went over their heads. Yeah, I was like, um, yeah, you could use your words a little funny. carefully since Carol is looking at the pike where her son, her adopted son, was uh, right. Skewered. Yeah, I did like Carol when she tried you- to just blow the woman's brains out, which they probably should have let her do. Yeah. <laughs> Just blow her brains out. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, wouldn't be that the perfect way to... You, know, you kill the leader... Everybody else just disassembles, right? So you kill number one, you kill number two... If you got a chance to get beta at that moment... And well, you're it done. Seems like, yeah, Everybody it seems like most of, them don't, don't, most of them don't even want to be a part of this anymore. Like, they, they don't seem like they're in it. They all saw how, how Michonne's group is living... And they're like, God damn... Maybe maybe our leader's been lying to us. Yeah. You know, so I do think they would just disperse, and a lot of them would probably come to Daryl Dixon's door with their hat in hand, being like, we will do anything if you will let us come right. in here and help. I totally agree. I mean, the other people were armed, but if they shot her, there would probably be confusion. There'd probably be a bit of a battle, but get rid of yeah. Alpha, cut off the head. Yeah, Alpha, then Beta, and you're done. That's it. You've destroyed that that clan. I mean, we do see a little bit of um, loyalty in the last episode, not this past one, but the one before, where the one sister starts to falter because, you know, she had to give up her baby. And her and her sister were very good trackers. And at the end, it's her sister that betrays her and kills her because she saw that she was faltering. So we do have some people that will follow Beta uh, I'm sorry, Alpha blindly, but I think that might not be that many. And I think that if you were to eliminate Alpha and Beta, then that's it. Clan is dead. You might have your few loyal ones, but they would be overpowered real quick. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. How long until they unleash the Negan? Carol's and he delusional goes, breakdown. Oh, I like, you know what I thought was actually a brilliant thing they did? This is why this episode was really good was the Carol picking up the the home economics book and seeing herself with all the kids she's killed. Oh, yeah, or she's let, not let die, but she's failed to protect in her. Yeah, I thought that was really well. That was like, that's almost a too good of a moment to be on The Walking Dead. (laughs) I really, you know what I'm I'm serious? That was a fantastic moment. 
Yeah. Man, she's been through a lot, though. I mean, she's I like killed her de facto kids. She's watched them turn into zombies. She's watched them put on heads on a stick. Like, I'm, because the episode was yeah. about her having a thing where she didn't want to sleep, so she was taking caffeine pills or something like that, and she was going a little crazy. Uh, the big question throughout the whole show was she claimed to have seen whisperers on their side of the border, and was she? And then when they spent the night at the uh, school. There was a scene where she was trapped and being attacked because of the whispers. Now, did that actually happen? I I thought that did That's not. That's what happen. I thought at first. But at, I wasn't sure. But at the end, you saw like a trail of blood, and it was one of the whispers. So yeah, right. it's supposed to be ambiguous, or I, I feel like they're saying it did happen. I think she really saw the three people in the woods, and she fired at them, and that was one of the ones she hit. Uh, but I don't know if the thing in the gym really happened and i don't think we're meant to know if that happened because wouldn't have everybody else heard all the gunshots and everything well they were all the dead bodies were there she was hurt on her arm they had to what do a mini operation or something on her that is true so that's where i started thinking okay this is no longer her her sleepwalking in a way her her mind taking over her lack of sleep i think this really happened because she did have a hurt arm. There were a bunch of bodies in the gym when they found her. So, I don't know. I mean, I thought it was real. But Maybe it was what, another part of the illusion, and we'll figure that out later. Well, wouldn't it be easy to prove if you were Carol? Look at the big rope that I was used to trap me just now. <laughs> there's a literal rope trap. And also, I love in movies when they're walking through a giant area and there's a rope trap. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> about the size of a Frisbee. And they just perfectly put their foot yeah. right in it. it. It is so... Every time that happens in anything, I roll my eyes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm inclined to believe that she just fell on glass and hurt herself. Because I don't see... Okay. It's very possible. Yeah. I don't know. But at the end, yeah. there was that trail of blood well, and the whisper. So mm-hmm. maybe Ted's right. Maybe they did. she did hit her in the forest, but the gym stuff was made up. Yeah. And, you know, she the whole delusional conversation with... Um, Daryl about his dad being a, a truck driver and hitting a girl and he realized that he was lacking sleep and that never took place. So there's a little bit of inception in there. A dream within a dream. A dream within an inception. <laughs> inception. I did like the whole Daryl Dixon story he told about his, gra- his father was all in her head. Yeah, the trucker. I'm like, I don't think yes. I remember that He's about like, Daryl Dixon. My- He's like my father wasn't a drunk driver. He was a, he was a. Well, what would his dad be? He wasn't a truck driver. He was a. He he owned a fabric. He land. was a pimp. Yeah, he was a pimp. <laughs> my dad was a preacher. My daddy was a preacher. I know. So it was pretty. It was a pretty strong episode. I might have been swayed because um, I saw it a bit early from Ian's flicks, and the quality was a lot better right. through Ian's flicks. So I might have been like, oh, I can actually <laughs> see what's going on. on. TV. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's not a muddy mess. You, you didn't have the blocky uh, 540p signal they send out yeah. claiming it's HD. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That was, uh, it was a good ep. I, I look forward to Carol killing Alpha or Negan being set out on a stealth mission to kill Alpha. I hope it's Negan. I'll tell you what. I'm not happy, though, about how they get momentum going with an episode. And then right away, next week is going to be the other group that we don't give a shit about. All the uninteresting people are there. Oh, yeah. All the uninteresting... It's like it's Ezekiel and, and, the, and Magda and Magna, whatever her name is, and those people that I don't care yeah. about. And we're going to jump to them for a week. Yeah, they're going to have a fishing problem for a whole hour. 
at Oceanside. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't. Yeah, I, the I, fish I, is too small. That's that's the problem the show's having is getting momentum going. They finally get it, then they just kill it. Well, now we're gonna jump over to this other group you don't care about. Yeah, you know that musician guy. Here's his backstory. Okay. <laughs> they show him in the class teaching what children. Sorry. sorry, Norma. What? I just, I'm sorry, you guys are being funny, and I'm, and I'm going back in the storyline because we did not talk a little bit about Rosita and Eugene's moment. Oh, yeah, um, the friend zone moment. How they're being <laughs> honest, but like awkward, and yeah, in the friend zone, and then we talk about the two doctors, well, the, um, you know, the PTSD, right? Is that how you say it? P- yeah. PTSD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moments. Um, but the whole Rosita and Eugene thing, you know... What did you think about that? I mean, how did you feel like Hello? at any point? Did you think that moment was necessary in the story? You know, not only just showing their lack of sleep and their lack of control, but, you know, Eugene made a good point that, you know, when you're drunk, your your perception is off. So you're a little more loose lipped and you kind of do speak the truth. But she, she's drunk, never led him on at all. She's told him from the start yeah. on and on, we're never going to be together and he can't get it through his head. And the reason they're never going to be together is because he talks like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he said, well, I thought you I could have. So? He, 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 he literally said, I was hoping to get rezoned to Love Town. Yeah. Like, what's he talking about? I think it was a good moment. I think it was, it subverted expectations because in a lot of other shows, it would be like, yeah, he's put in the effort, He's he's been there for the kid, so he deserves to be her lover. But no, that's not, he was, he was just, he was being that typical nice guy, where he was just acting the nice guy part because he wanted her, he wanted to win her over, but she does not have feelings for him, and you would just now, not Norma, understand Now, Norma, as it. a woman, do you feel any man, quote-unquote, deserves to be your lover? Well, not if you're putting in your time, right? That's a little weird. It's like, okay, I filled up all my sticker charts. Like, now Norma, take your clothes off. I earned it. That's, I that, earned that's it. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah, it is silly. Like, I did like the moment. I did like the moment where she was just pretty much straight forward. And I guess, you know, there's some people out there that need to hear the straightforwardness because the nice t- the nice way around doesn't doesn't ding through yeah you know there's no reading in between the lines they just they just can't right um and then you know we see a little bit of sadiq um going through his Sukh madik Sukh madik dr Sukh madik in the middle of his council and he's like losing his mind so i mean i don't know do you think there's a love interest Maybe possible between the two doctors? <laughs> just because they're nice are to they each other. Su- are they suddenly going to go gay? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I just feel like the other, I don't know the other doctor's name, but it just seems to me like, I don't know. I like the other there doctor. There little signs that I'm just picking up, little vibes. He's a new character, I like right? him The too. other doctor? Yeah, he was never on the show, he and now he's suddenly yes. just there. Yeah, Walking Dead does that all the time now. It's just like, all of a sudden, there's other kids that are killing zombies. Okay, cool. It's yep. a Henry look like. They're expendable now. Yeah. Well, they need more people. They need more people <laughs> to kill that you kind of care about. In the in the right, kind of right. Um. So. So I think. So uh. Yeah. Oh, to... I was gonna say. So Norman, what do you think about Joker? We got. We got. We got. We're gonna make this an hour show, so we got fifteen minutes. What do you think okay. about Joker? Joker. I love Spoiler it. free. I don't care what people say that it's overrated because it's not. It's. And I've not heard anyone say that. That movie's not overrated. That movie's amazing. 
Oh, I, I've heard a couple of people say that it's overrated. And I said, I just don't... See, here's the thing. And Matt, I'm not going to say anything to spoil because I don't think you've seen it yet, correct? Correct. I think this is... This is different. It is an origin story. So, you know, you're seeing um, Arthur, who is, you know, the Joker, as a, a normal person, not this this heinous villain. Um, and you see him break down slowly but surely uh, because of different circumstances that are happening in his life. And it's like they did it in such a way to depict that mental illness is around us. There are people that can suffer from this. And if you have enough situations come along your way that are just going to like pull those internal feelings and manifestations, it can turn into a monster. So it's really neat to see that and then know who the Joker is. And, you know, I... I dare to say this towards the end. It was I don't know, I don't I don't think it's a spoiler, but I love how they let it to almost resemble Heath Ledger's Joker at the end. Yeah. And I uh, um I yeah. you, did you see that? Did did you feel that, Ted? And I just think it was very well Well, I'll tell you what the difference between the this is not a spoiler at all. The, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker is a lot more is a is a human being humanized. Whereas, yes. like you, you think about Jack Nicholson and the stuff that Heath Ledger did, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker would never in a million years do any of that crap. Well, I don't think Joaquin Phoenix's Joker would put a bunch of people on a bus. I mean, like a, like a hundred people Two on boats. a boat with a bomb and then blow them up, like Heath Ledger did. I don't think he would lure people into town, the Times Square, and then gas them all. He was not a monster at all. He was he was actually had a lot of humanity about him, um, mm-hmm. and that's one thing about this Joker. Like I, like some people have said this, and I agree. Like Batman would not kill this Joker or fight him. Batman would probably try to help this Joker. He's like, there's a there's a humanity in you, Arthur Fleck. <laughs> you know, so it's not at yeah. all. I don't think it's at all meant to be the anything like the Jokers we've seen. Yeah. He. I just don't well, believe I, he'd blow a hospital up. I mean, I can see him do that uh, later um, after he's crossed over that line, like way over that line. You know what I mean? Like way down in his in his future. But I do like the humanity side to this. And it's just I, I'm telling you, I knew that there were a couple of scenes that could be a little a little heartstring moments. So I came prepared and, and I did use my tissues. I wiped my eyes a lot. <laughs> and I had <laughs> I have to be honest, I had to blow my nose several times. My nose was all leaky. Um I just thought it was a fantastic movie and I just as soon as we were done, I wanted to turn back around and go see it again. Mm. Like yeah. right then and I'll there. definitely see it on. I mean, I that's that's one I don't buy many movies. I could see myself buying the Blu-ray for this movie. I liked it. It's without a doubt my favorite movie of the year. That's cool. So uh, I can't wait to see wonderful. it. I think I'm going this weekend, and it was, hopefully. Yeah. That's I think you're gonna really enjoy it. It was really cool the way we got to see it because I don't I'm not part of the Regal Unlimited plan. So Regal sent me an email saying if you go see Zombieland uh, this weekend, we'll give you a movie ticket for free to go see it. So I went and I got to see it for free. And then they said if you see if you see Zombieland this weekend, we'll give you a free ticket to go see another movie within five days. 
So that's how I ended up seeing two movies this weekend. And I didn't have to pay for my ticket. Either one of them. Awesome. How was, um, how was, uh, Zombieland 2? Zombieland 2 was a lot of fun. Yeah. It has the same flair as the first one where you have your, you know, your funny moments. You have a little bit of your serious moments. And just when you think you're in a serious moment, it cuts to like a really funny scene. You know, they still do the whole, and this is, I don't think this is a spoiler. This, you know, you still do the whole rule thing. And, um, it was a lot of fun. It was a feel-good zombie movie, if that makes <laughs> any kind of sense. And it's like you go in there. Well, that's what the first one was. It was a feel-good zombie movie. Right, right. You go in there thinking, oh, this could be a fun movie, and you're entertained the whole entire time. That's good. You're, and it's kind of neat because they kind of give you a little synopsis of different zombies. And there's one that I have as a favorite, but I can't tell you without spoiling it. So, um <laughs> I think that if you want to go see a fun movie, it's a little less intense than Shaun of the Dead, because I have to be honest with you, there are a couple of moments of Shaun of the Dead where I was like at the edge of my seat, um, you know, like suspense wise. But it's fun like that, you know, and it's definitely fun like the first one. And I just, I always forget how they call each other by the states that they're from. So I, I always find oh, yeah. that funny that, you know, one's Tallahassee, you know. So... I don't know. Their chemistry is really, really good. All four of them. Cool. And then now you've got Luke Wilson in the story, and you have Rosario Dawson in the story as well. And you have a uh, you have so what's, I, you have Zoe Deutsch is in there too, right? Yes. Which I don't know her from. I don't think I know her from anything. But she was really good in the movie as well. I only know her from the Ed Sheeran "Perfect Music" video. <laughs> like she's the girl know. in that video. That's a really good video, and she's the girl in it. Dancing in the dark with you between oh, my that arms, move. Norma. Oh, you know that song? It's like we're listening to a video right now. <laughs> yeah, I do know that one. Is, is Ed Sheeran at your house? Is he yeah. singing now? <laughs> <laughs> so I think you should go see it. If you have a day where you just want to go out and do a fun movie, Zombieland 2 is definitely it. Um, you know, I've heard that it's not as good as the first one. I can't make that decision because I like them both equally. What I liked about the first one is that it was unexpected, <laughs> right? So the comedy was uh, funny. So the second one continues the comedy throughout. And never at one point right. was like on the edge of my seat, like about to freak out what's going to happen. So it was a good movie. And if you guys get to see, I would really, really like to break it down with you guys a little more. Oh, show. All right. Sure. So, yeah. Ted, uh, you had a crawl, crawl review. Oh, I saw a movie called Crawl that I recommend. It was good. It was produced by Sam Raimi. It is a movie about Florida during a hurricane. <laughs> a girl goes to find her missing father. She hasn't heard from her father. You know, and her sister's call says, where's dad? There's a fucking hurricane. It's an evacuation. I, it, and no one's heard from him. So she goes, drives down into the hurricane to her dad's house to find out where he is, you know, thinking he might be dead, doesn't know. Gets there, and uh, this is just the setup, goes into the basement, finds him in the basement, turns out the reason he did not evacuate, he's trapped down there by alligators. <laughs> okay. In the basement. Yeah. And of course, oh. she has inadvertently huh? gotten herself trapped in the basement as well, going to find her dad, and the water is rising... And they're stuck in this basement, and they're gonna drown. And there are alligators everywhere. And that the premise is them just literally trying to get to the roof of their fucking house, 
and it was pretty good. I mean, the whole that's I'm not even kidding. It was pretty damn good. And just these the father and daughter trying to get to the roof of the house to signal one of the rescue helicopters. Um, and they're gonna drown. And there's gate and the gator effects are some of the storm effects are pretty little uncanny valley they call it. Like you see her driving, you're like that looks pretty fake. Something doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. Gators for the most part looked pretty good. It's it's a gory. I think it's R rated. It's got some good gators tearing people apart. They have a lot of uh, a lot of characters that are obviously the second you see them, you're like that guy's put in the movie just to be killed. Okay. You know because they, yeah, they need yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. to get ripped up by the gator, and you know they're not going <laughs> to kill the daughter and the father probably. Yeah. So you're like, well, they need somebody has to die in a gator movie, so they keep introducing like, oh, here's three guys knocking off a convenience store for no reason. They're doing something bad, so we can feel, don't have to feel bad when they die. You know. And, uh, yeah, it was good. Crawl. I recommend Crawl. It's in the red box. I'm sure uh, there's other ways to see it, but awesome. it's a fun little movie. Fun little movie. Um, and I also got uh, uh, Dr. Sleep comes out November 8th. And I noticed Fan- oh, I saw the preview. Fandango out of nowhere says we're having preview screenings on October 30th. Ooh. Like eight, nine, nine, ten days early. So I managed to get a ticket to, uh, to that. So I'm going to go see Dr. Sleep next week. Wednesday? Oh, not in time for the show. Boo. No, but but no. um, I'm look. I'm mainly looking forward to it because I want to see how many. I want to see if Alex Esso, our good friend, is in it for like five seconds or ten minutes. Ugh. I don't know. Yeah, I'm very interested to see how much she's in this movie because she plays a major character. Well, who, but I don't know how much that character she play in again? the movie. Really? Yeah. What's her What's her character? She plays. She plays Wint. She plays Wendy Torrance, who is who's Jack Nicholson's wife. That was in the base. It was a uh, Shelley Duvall, who was locked in the bathroom uh, yeah. screaming when he was chopping the door down. The oh, I know, who, I know who she is. But I've read, I've read like right. the first quarter of Doctor Sleep, and there's no Wendy in it. So maybe a flashback. I, I think, she, I think she's going to be like hallucinations and stuff. But um, because yeah. it is a direct sequel to the original movie. Yeah. But yeah, Wendy Torrance is a hugely famous character. She's the. Remember, give me the bat, Wendy. Oh no, give me the I bat. Know. I, I remember yeah. the seeing it for the first time. Like this actress is so weird, but I guess she was kind of perfect for the role. She was just weird. And Alex Esso, you could see like she's obviously way more attractive than Shelley Duvall, but she kind of has that like if they plain Jane her down and they put her hair in a ponytail, they're you like they've cast a uh, Scatman Carruthers died in the original movie, but his ghost or something's in this one, and they cast a guy that looks a lot like him. The shinning. So I yeah. could see like Alex Esso looks like they could plain Jane her up, and she would she'd resemble a Wendy Tor. She would she would look like a Wendy Torrance. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I can and see also, that. And Jocelyn Donahue is in it from House of the Devil, but she's not in any of the commercials either. Neither, just like Alex Esso, but she seems to be playing a pretty significant role. So she plays Ewan McGregor's best friend in the movie, but okay. she's not in any of the commercials. I think so they're I keeping know. it tight lip because you know what Doctor Sleep is about, right? Uh, it's uh, just from the, the commercial. It looks like some sort of vampire people are hunting down and killing everyone with the shining. Yeah, it's kind of like a gypsies. They're a roaming bag of gypsies, but they're, I mean, obviously they're kind of an ancient race of. They don't say outright vampires, but that's what they are. And so they, so uh, Jonathan Torrance. I, not I remember Jonathan hearing, Torrance, but the kid is like he's in a new town Danny. and he's kind of an alcoholic and he's kind of trying to make a life for himself, but. Well, I remember hearing back when they said that Stephen King has released a sequel to The Shining 30 years later, and it's got vampires in it. And everybody was like, what the fuck? Yeah. There should not be vampires in The Shining universe. What are you talking about? They're kind of like so, energy we'll vampires, see. right? 
Like I don't. They suck your. They suck your power. Like your shining ability. Yeah, basically. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that, and uh, I think that's it for me this week. All right. Well, I got uh, I got some video games Sounds to play. Good. It's election night, so Marianne is working oh, late. Yeah. And uh, I don't yeah. know anything about you know Justin Trudeau. I don't know anything about him. I don't know about his politics, but I think it's bullshit that they waited forever to, to pull that picture on him. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I think that's that's a bunch of crap. I don't even care about his politics. That's a bunch of crap, and it's a dirty move. And people always do that shit. Yeah. So that was the biggest. We'll that was the biggest scandal of this whole election season. It's kind of like. He's like been, a fucking twenty-five-year-old picture. Well, he's been a is. prime minister for four years, and this is the first time. Like now, but the thing is, it's so it's so disingenuous to be like, we care about racism. We've been holding on to this picture for four years, and we just so happen no, to release it a month before the election. But it's because we care about the character of the. No, you don't. Don't know. Did you see the thing <laughs> the other day where he was he was at like a school or he was somewhere and he's being interviewed? Yeah. And the fucking interviewer literally brought two little black girls out. Oh like it, they said, "Why would you? Why would you go to a party wearing blackface?" Oh it's like Jesus gosh. Christ. Yeah, but the other guy, like his main opponent, Andrew Shear, is on tape saying how much he do- does not agree with homosexual marriage, how he doesn't want yeah. vaccines in schools. Like this guy's just as like this guy's scarier than Justin Trudeau. Anyways, yeah. I don't want to get into Canadian politics. I just thought I thought that was hilarious that though that just literally using children to come out. Oh, we happen to have these two ki- these two African American kids oh just God. happen to be here, and they have a question for you, Justin. <sighs> Why would you wear blackface? <laughs> and he was like, "Good lord!" It was so ridiculous. That's dumb. Well, look, he got endorsed by President Obama, so I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and that that was a controversy down here. It's I know. Like, wait a minute, you know, everything's a controversy. Like, you can't endorse him; he wore blackface. You, the fucking first black American president. Look, I know. Look, blackface is a stupid idea. It's not smart. Justin Trudeau isn't racist. That's the thing, though. So I don't know how you, know you want to parse that. But you know what I'm gonna say? And yeah. this is this is not. People don't like when you say this, but it's absolutely true. There was a time yeah. in America and Canada where things were socially different and different things were socially acceptable at the time. At the time, amongst mm-hmm. amongst time. white people. <laughs> like let's qualify. And it just if you're if you're, you're 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 during that period and you weren't really exposed to the racial strife of other people, wearing blackface in your mind was socially acceptable amongst your friends. It, it's obviously not anymore. So I mean, I and, yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying wearing blackface was ever right. I'm just saying some people were maybe in their heads didn't understand the full implications of it. Right, 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 right. But I can safely say, I can safely say there's no photo that exists of me in blackface. I've actually thought about it. Yeah. And I'm absolutely positive. No, there's definitely a photo of me in blackface. In fact, I did a whole play in blackface. <laughs> oh shit! I, I, we got to see that picture, Matt. I no, but I want to see it. The context Find is it. I was playing an Italian man, but for some reason mm-hmm. they really trumped. It's not, not going to matter. They really trumped up the uh, European aspect. So I was legit in, I would say brown face, but it was super brown. It's not going to matter. I know. That's what doesn't I can't matter the context. You're, you're finished. I can't run for politics hey, I get because it. of this podcast, because of VGO, because of shit like that. I can never run for <laughs> politics. They would dig up so many out of context things. I remember my, that, that whole thing, that VGO trans debate, where I was on the side oh, of yeah. trans people, by the way. But I'm sure they could pull something out of there that would make me look horrible. Of course. That, yeah. And that was the whole um, vagina. The, oh, the um, Virginia thing, too? Oh, man. No, I'm. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I could yeah. never be in politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember well, the punch, punch the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> punch puncher in the vagina. Was that a joke or something? No, but it was. It was really. I was really offended during that time. But anyways. Yeah, that was a difficult time. I'm like, I can't believe we're saying this right now. Yeah. Or this is being said right now. Anyway. Anyways. Well, anyway, anyway, I think it's time to wrap the show up. That's a good blackface is a good place yeah. to wrap the show up on. Uh, <laughs> Matt, it. they can find you on uh, you doing some horror spooky Halloween stories tomorrow. Yeah, I did a Halloween story for a VGO, so you can find me on VGO on Tuesday nights. Um, I'm also narrating a couple stories on the next No Sleep episode as well. You should catch me there. And at Matt McFly on Twitter, M A T T O M C F L Y. And I guess Sean didn't make it in time. Sorry, Sean. Norma, where can they find you? Sorry, Sean. Sorry, Sean. Uh, you can f- Sorry, Sean. Uh, you can find me on Twitter under Normie477, or you can find me on Instagram under Normie477 as well. Just let me know how you know me, and I will accept your friendship. Um, I just kind of oh, keep things private. Accept my friendship. And then if I haven't been video gaming in like forever, but if you want to put me on. Xbox Live. You can find me under Normie Bug. We need to do that Terminator Gears, Horde so in Gears of War Five. I want to do that. Yeah, I last time I played was with you guys. That was it. Well, I haven't played it. Well, so. this Horde mode is less than half as long as that one, so we could do this in like an hour. It, 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 Matt, Gears of War Five. You have Game Pass. They have they have a Horde mode that's just a Terminator Dark Fate where you're just killing waves of Terminators coming at you. Huh, cool. And uh, I I, th- I think that sounds pretty great. So if you want to jump in, we could probably get five of us doing yeah. that. I think it'd only take an hour. Is yeah. the music on? on? How long? Does it go dun 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 dun? Uh, dun. That'd be pretty amazing. Da, da, so I'm da, guessing da. no. I'm guessing <laughs> that's not in there. <laughs> Uh, too bad. You can play as Linda Hamilton, though, I think. Um, you can play as the... Uh, oh, that would be cool. Oh, they added that new Terminator, the, the androgynous Terminator. That's, but mm-hmm. you have to... It's like you have to buy the skin. She's not just added to the game. I'm like, no one's going to buy this Terminator pack, whatever. The androgynous anyway. Somebody one. will somewhere. Was she from Arrested Development? With the actress from Arrested Development? Mackenzie Davis, who's... She, uh, I think they not. intentionally made her androgynous Terminator in this new movie, because it, it look... I, I like it. It's meant to be like... It's a Terminator, so it's... I don't know. But does don't, that not... It, she's meant to be androgynous, am I wrong? I, I don't know. I, I thought it was a boy. When the trailer human, first came right? out, I thought it was a dude. She's just enhanced. I don't know. I don't know, man. I haven't seen this, so I don't know. I've been seeing I swear I these... thought it was a boy in the first trailer. I've been... I really did. Well, there you go. She's, anyway. She's human, <laughs> but enhanced. Oh, that's right. She's human, so but enhanced. enhanced. Never seen one like you before. Right. Never seen one like you before. Uh, Tedekin on everything. So, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, Norma? I was just going to say, because in the trailer, Matt, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's in the trailer. Sean thinks there's a spoiler. I don't think. She comes across Arnold, um, Linda Hamilton, and she wants to, like, kill him. But I thought they ended up on good terms. So somebody's got to explain that to me, because I don't know what that's all about. That's that's not the same Arnold that was in Terminator 2. The Terminator 2 Arnold uh, was dropped into the lava. So there's somewhere somewhere after Terminator 2, another Arnold was sent back in time, and we don't exactly know. My theory is, this is my theory, so it might not be true. I think John Connor was killed, and I think that Arnold Schwarzenegger killed him. But oh, but Linda Hamilton... This is a reboot, right? Because the last Terminator movie no, rebooted this, the this, entire universe. No, no, they, they threw him in the trash, Matt. This is like Halloween. They threw Terminator 3, Terminator Salvation, and Genesis have been thrown in the garbage. They don't what? exist anymore. I was yeah. happy with that. This they is were a direct restarting. sequel to Terminator 2. I don't understand. They did it with Halloween. <laughs> Remember how the last Halloween threw all the sequels in the trash? This is... Okay. 
They're I doing forgot. that thing. I don't this is this is this is Terminator Three, Matt. You can't do that to a franchise that does time travel. It's so confusing. Because then, well, they've done it. They've done it again. <laughs> and uh, Ed, Ed, they've, they've digitally recreated Edward Furlong in the movie. Allegedly, he's in it, but he's like okay. di- a digital recreation of him when he's a kid. Because you know now he's like fifty. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, so I, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah. They're, this is the new thing. They're going to do it with Alien, I bet. I, I guarantee you anything. They've done it with Halloween, where they bring the actress back. They say, okay, we're going to get rid of 25 years of movies. Even movies you were in, Jamie Lee Curtis, we're throwing those in the trash, too. So Halloween True 2 lies. didn't happen. True lies. H- H- <laughs> throwing them in the trash. <laughs> there you go. We're even going to throw your other non-Halloween movies in the trash. <laughs> the parent happen. trap is in the trash. I- <laughs> I just looked up Edward Furlong, and he's actually reprising the role of John Connor in the yeah, new movie. Yeah, it says he's in so. there. That's why we... But how? How? That's what's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, but they've done this now with this, where they brought back Arnold. says, hey, okay, Arnold, we know you were in Terminator 3. You were digitally in Terminator 4, and you were in Terminator 5. All three of those movies are now in the garbage and didn't happen. We're going to film a new Terminator. And now, and so I'm, I'm guessing in the next year, they're going to come out and say they're making like... All the alien movies after two, because two was considered the last really good one, are going to be in the trash. Sigourney Weaver's back, baby. Ter- yeah. Alien 3. And all that stuff that with Prometheus and stuff never happened. All that back. All of it. In the garbage, and Sigourney Weaver's back, and they're going to say, this is the real Alien 3. I think the first time I saw them ever do that in the movie was Superman Returns with Brandon Routh, where they said... This is a sequel to Superman 2, and Superman 3 and 4 did not happen. And you go, yeah. what do you mean they didn't happen? No, they didn't happen. We're throwing <laughs> them in the trash. Oh. That's kind of... Okay. That, that erodes trust in the franchise. Like, if I'm going to watch this Terminator, how do I know that they're not going to be like, you know what? No, let's let's go back to the part where we <laughs> restarted their universe. <laughs> well, I've said this. Jamie Lee Curtis has existed in three... They've rebooted Halloween so many times. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis has existed in three different Halloween timelines. And she has already died twice in the franchise. That's funny. There's literally three different timelines, and she died in the other two. So, I hey, whatever. Is it true Halloween, it started as a concept where each movie would be a different story about different things that happened on Halloween, but the first one was so yeah. popular that they brought it back? Yeah? Absolutely. That's why, yeah, that's why Halloween 3 was a totally different movie. Uh, it was called Halloween 3 Season of the Witch, and was about the evil mask maker. Yeah. Because that was, John Carpenter made it. He made Halloween, and the intent was that every it was going to be like an anthology series where every year you'd have a new movie called Halloween that was yeah. going to be a whole different plot that took place at Halloween. Yeah. And uh, like Tales from the Crypt almost. And the first one was so successful, they said, we need to have another Michael Myers movie. And he said, okay, I'm going to do it, but we're killing him and Dr. Loomis for good. The story ends here, and then I'm doing my anthology thing. They said, fine. So he did it. Then he started his anthology thing with part three. And this is back in the day before they had the internet. People didn't know about movies until they went to see them, right? So people went to the theater to see Halloween 3, sat down, and they're like, where the fuck is Michael Myers? Where's (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis? And people were so (laughs) angry that that they literally, it killed the whole idea. And then part four was called The Return of Michael Myers. That's okay. And that's what it became. Yeah. Because think about back then, you know, you didn't have the internet and, you know, commercials and all this stuff telling you what you kind of went blindly into a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So people did not know until they were in the theater that he, that Michael Myers was not in it. That's a bit of a cluster cluck. All right, boys and girls, I got a jet ski 
Sounds good. Have well, send me your files and I'll send them over to Sean and yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada. Love you, Sounds everybody. Good. Good night, zombies. Bye. Good night. Bye. Good night. Goodbye. That's a wrap. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.